0: warm hello, Welcome to lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson. We are back with you. We're going to be doing a little bit of something different on this podcast now as we are powered by Book it Sports. Book it Sports has just launched and it's changing the way that you look at sports betting. It's absolutely terrific. You get live line moves, you get live scores, everything that you love about social media when it comes to sports betting without the things that you don't like like your mom posting up cat memes. Like having to deal with a whole bunch of controversial topics that don't involve sports betting. Whole bunch of gunk, people swearing up a storm and everything like that. You get to cut all that out. So big thanks to them for powering us right here on the Baseball Bang Podcast. You're able to follow all that they do at Book It HQ. Here on this podcast, it's going to be a little bit of a different format since this is now a KBO betting podcast. It's going to be coming your way the next few weeks because I'm going to be going through it in the first segment, just the structure of everything that we're going to be seeing in the KBO in the second segment, going to recap game one of the KBO postseason as it was the Key Womb Heroes on the road against the LG Twins. And then in the final segment, we're going to be taking a look forward to what we're going to be seeing on the rise when it comes to the KBO, the postseason, and if we have a game two between the Key Womb Heroes and the LG Twins as I'm recording this a little bit before if we know that there is going to be another game in that series but certainly is going to be a fascinating playoff as I don't think that a lot of people know what the exact format is of the postseason. For those of you guys that are familiar with PBA Bowling think of it that way because you've got the Kiwo Heroes and the LG Twins. Kiwo Miros are the 5 seed. LG Twins are the 4 seed. First round of the postseason, which we saw earlier this morning, you had the Kiwo Heroes. Taking on the LG Twins, down one to zero in the series, and it's a best of three. And the way that the KBO works is that typically in the regular season you'd have ties after 12 innings. Now you have ties after 16 innings. And if the Kiwoom Heroes wind up not being able to pull up both games, say that there's either a tie or they wind up losing the first game, they are done. And then you wind up having the winner of that five versus four series. Kiwoom Heroes being the five seed, LG Twins they had a home field advantage. They got the four seed. They wind up surviving and advancing to face off against the three seed. The three seed is the defending champion Doosan Bears. Now you get into a best of five series, and now it's no longer a situation in which the lower seed is down one to zero. And then the winner of that series between the Doosan Bears and whoever wins a four to five series, they wind up facing off against one of our good buddies from this podcast, the KT Wiz, better known as The Smiling Blobs! And the Blobs get to face whoever wins that series. That's another best of five. And then what happens is, winner of the Smiling Blobs and whoever they face, they face off against the NC Dinos in a best of seven for the Korea series, for the KBO title. So that's the way that things are structured. And if you want to know the historical context on this, because I think it's a little bit rear and backwards when you hear a team like the NC Dinos having this long layoff, they wait for all these teams because... The Korea series is going to be starting up about two and a half to three weeks from now. I think it's supposed to be November 17th. Might be a little bit sooner, might be a little bit later, depending on rainouts. But these games are actually going to be played for the Korea series at the home stadium of the Kiwum Heroes. It is the only dome out there in South Korea when it comes to baseball. So they're going to be playing in a neutral environment, sort of like what we saw with the MLB World Series. But if you want to take a look at how these teams have done, 2017, 2018, 2019, All the one seeds wound up winning in four of the last five KBO seasons. The team that wound up getting the one seed wound up ultimately winning the Korea Series. And for the NC Dinos, I actually do think that this could be of significance, the fact that they wound up getting the one seed because they wound up playing their last game on Saturday. That would be October 31st. So they wound up losing that game four to three. But we all remember one of the big stars from when this podcast wound up leaving off and it wound up going to baseball in late July. Chang Moku was one of the biggest name pitchers out there in the KBL. He wound up making his first start over the weekend. I believe it was Saturday morning, and he wound up going five innings in that start. He wound up giving up three runs. It was his first start since July 26th. He had made one relief appearance about a week earlier against the LG Twins. That is going to be of significance, and he wound up seeing a couple star players in the KBO wind up getting injured. Chris Flexen was one of the better starters in the KBO when we last checked. He was out for about a month and a half, two months. He has come back for the Newsom Bears. team that wound up getting a little bit of a buy in the first round of the postseason because they were able to take care of business in the last week of the regular season. That is going to be of significance. Roberto Ramos was one of the top home run hitters out there in the KBO. He wound up having 38 home runs, but he did all that while missing pretty much all of October. He wound up playing for a couple games, but he wound up missing the vast majority of October. He's now back for the LG Twins. That is going to be of significance. You wound up having Mel Roas, who was chasing down the Triple Crown. He wound up coming up just short. He wound up leading the league in home runs. He wound up leading the league in RBIs. He just absolutely tore it up. I mean, this is a man that wound up hitting a 3.49, and that wound up being the big bugaboo for him, because Asup's son of the Lotte Giants and Hung-Woo Choi of the Kia Tigers, two teams that have been eliminated from the postseason. They wound up passing him, but he was certain batting average with a 349. He wound up just absolutely belting out the home runs, 47 of them. Roberto Ramos, who wound up missing much of the month of October, as I mentioned. He wound up being second at 38. And then in terms of RBI, Mel Rojas wound up running away with that 135 RBI. Yuji Young, who is the catcher of the Doosan Bears, he wound up being second with 124. Hunsu Kim, a.k.a. The Hit Machine, for the LG Twins. He had 119. So that tells you the dominance that we wound up having there. And when you just take a look at dominance as well, when I was doing this podcast back in late July, the Smiling Blobs were starting to make their ascent to right around 500. They were in the chase for the postseason. They wind up going and getting the number 2 seed and here's how tightly knit the standings were the NC Dinos were able to pretty much lead wire to wire 83, 55, and 6 that's a 601 win percentage the Smiling Blobs they wind up going number 2 because they go by win percentage because you are able to have draws in the KBO unlike the MLB they had a 566 with a record of 81, 62, and 1 and that proved to be of significance because the 3 and 4 seeds were the LG Twins and the Newsom Bears they wound up tying with similar 79, 61, and and four records, and ironically enough, they play at Jemcel Stadium. So no matter what the Kiwoom Heroes, we're going to have to go there. The LG Twins, by matter of head-to-head record, wound up being the four seed. The Doosan Bears wound up getting the three, and the Kiwoom Heroes, despite the fact that they had 80 wins instead of the LG Twins and the Doosan Bears who had 79, they got the five seed because they had only one draw. They went 80-63 and won for a 559 win percentage. So that was very interesting. The top five teams in the KBO wound up making the postseason. This is a 10 team league. So the Anwa Eagles, who wound up going 46, 95, and 3, we're not going to be hearing from them. SK Wyverns, 51, 92, and 1, we are not going to be hearing from them. Samsung Lions, who went 64, 75, and 5, not going to be hearing from them. Lotte Giants, who went 71, 72, and 1, despite having won the top pitchers out there in the KBO in Action Dance Straley, they got eliminated. And then the Kia Tigers. The only team that did not wind up having a draw during the KBO regular season at 73 and 71, they got eliminated as well. And I'm sure that there are many of you guys that... You probably didn't keep up with the KBO in the months of like August, September. So if you have any questions that you'd like answered on this podcast, fire this into my Twitter timeline at JRS41. I will address those in the first segment of this podcast every single day. And in the first segment of this podcast, I'm going to be doing a recap when it comes to the game that we saw the day prior. If we wind up having an off day in the KBO, I will be taking an off day as well. That's sort of how we're going to be structuring this. And then obviously in the final segment of every podcast, going to give you a side in total on the game that is to come. and something I like to call touch them all What's very convenient about the KBO, it's it's only going to be one game a day because, like I mentioned with the stepladder format, you have the five versus the four in the first round. Then from there, you wind up having the winner of that series go up against the three-seed. Winner of that goes up against the two-seed, which is the Smiling Blobs! I just like saying Smiling Blobs. And then the winner of them wind up facing off against the NC Dinos to battle for it all. So, there is that part of it. Typically this is going to be a two-segment podcast, by the way. Today we're having a third segment P.S. I just wanted to lay down the groundwork here in the first segment. Typically it's just going to be what I'm going to be doing in the second segment, recapping the game that we saw either yesterday slash earlier this morning, depending on what part of the country you are in, and then from there, we're going to give you a side in total. If there is one for the upcoming day, if not, we're going to just be taking a look at the KBO in general. This is going to be guest-free. It's going to be relatively short. This is probably going to be the longest podcast I wind up doing for the Baseball Betting Podcast Podcast. podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson, until the MLB season winds up launching once again. So hopefully I've done a good job of being able to lay the groundwork. Like I said, Twitter questions, fire those in at grs 41 and the Twitter mailbag is brought to you by our good friends at MyBookie. where at MyBookie bookie they know that the KBO is reaching a fever pitch they know that college basketball is coming back to us November 25th I obviously do my podcast Hoop with Hoops so I'm geared up for college basketball season NFL college football they're back in our lives and they want to be able to help you make some money and they want to be able to double your first deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000 and you're able to do so with the promo code overtime that's all one word O V E R. T-I-M-E. You're able to bet all the college basketball games, the KBO games, NFL, what have you cited. Total, but past that, you're able to do live wagering on so many of these sports. I don't think that they're going to be offering it for the KBO just because it is such a specialized market, but you are able to do so for college basketball, college football. You get futures, you get player props, so much more. They do an absolutely tremendous job and doing a tremendous job as all these scenes are remaining out there in the KBO. So, on the other side, we're going to be recapping what we all saw from the first game of the KBO playoffs between the LG Twins and the Kiwoom Heroes earlier today, and that's coming up next right here on the Baseball betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson, now powered by Focus Sports. And we're back here in lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson. Now powered by Book it Sports, and Book it Sports has done everything that they can to be able to give you some high-quality podcasts. Obviously, this one is a part of it. You're able to follow all that Book it Sports does at Book it HQ. They've also teamed up with Tom Viola, who used to work with the Vegas Adidas Information Network. He does the podcast Betting the Highline that is dedicated to soccer. Olivia Moody along with Haley Hall. Haley Hall works over there at the South Point Racing Sportsbook. They do pretty much the only podcast I've seen with two female leads talking about sports betting called Play It Her Way. Jeff Parle is a man that you've heard on this podcast many times. He Used to work with the Vegas Stats and Information Network. He does a parlay cast and so much more. You're able to follow Bookit Sports on Twitter at Bukit HQ. And now it is that time. That I give you a little bit of a recap as to everything that we saw technically this morning out there in the KBO. The postseason just got underway and it wound up being a one-game sweep for the LG Twins, so let's take a look at that and see how we now have playoff action set for Wednesday morning. What happened yesterday? Let's go around the bases and find out. I think I told you guys in the first segment that ties would be ruled after 16 innings. It's actually 15 in the KBO. My apologies about that, but typically it's after 12, and they needed more than that in this first-round matchup between the Kiwoom Heroes and the LG Twins. This was the battle of the 5-seed Kiwoom and 4-seed LG. So, LG LG just need to win once. Kiwoom need to win twice because LG started out with a one-to-nothing lead, best out of three series. And- the LG Twins come up with two runs in the bottom of the 13th inning to win by a count of 4-3. Two foreign-born pitchers had very good outings in this one. Jake Brigham, 6th out a 3rd innings for Kiwumi. He winds up giving up two runs. Pulled after 77 pitches, a la Blake Snell, only Blake Snell was obviously pulled in the 6th. Brigham in the middle of the 7th, but very similar pitch counts there. Meanwhile, Casey Kelly of the LG Twins, seven strong innings. He winds up giving up two runs. Both pitchers to give up a home run for the LG Twins. They were able to get a home run in the first inning out of In Song Che. And then for the Kiwo Heroes, they were able to get a Biongo Park home run. Biongo Park, by the way, wound up missing a lot of the back half of the season. So that was a very good gift for them, but... With that said, it just all came down to the fact that the LG Twins just kept on getting on base time and time again. Don't let the four runs fool you. They wound up having 10 hits and drew 9 walks. Now for the heroes, they wound up drawing 7 walks themselves. They were able to get 7 hits, but both of these bullpens, two of the better ones out there in the KBO. But when you take a look at the heroes, they'd use 8, count them, 8 different bullpen arms in this one with Sung Woo Jo being the only guy that wound up going north of 20 pitches in this one. He is someone that he wound up entering in with an ERA, hovering right around two. He had been really the best reliever, in my opinion, in the KBO. Meanwhile, for the LG Twins, they were able to get some Good relief and some good length out of Woo Suk-Ko. He wound up being able to give the team 40 pitches. And then oftentimes during the postseason in the MLB, you see guys that were starters during the regular season come out of the bullpen in the postseason. You wound up seeing that with the LG Twins as in the 13th inning. chung gu Lim wound up coming out of the bullpen. He had been a starter all year long. He had made 27 appearances, 26 starts. He had a 4.08 ERA. He did wind up giving up one run in this one, but it was Tae-Hoon Kim who was the guy that wound up having to give up those final couple of runs that cost Kiwoom the game as he was not the guy that wanted putting those guys on base. That would be Sun Tzu Kim, someone who had a 473 RA during the regular season. And as we know out there in the KBO, these bullpens can be highly volatile. So that is how the LG Twins wind up being able to make it to... The next round of the postseason, they are going to be taking on the Doosan Bears. It is not going to be a situation in which you're going to have a 1-0 lead. This is going to be a best-of-five series. And coming up next, we do not have any games for Tuesday morning, but I'm just going to give you a little bit of an overview of the series, get you guys set for that, and just let you guys know what's all up with that. That's up next right here on the Baseball Bank Podcast. Myself, Craig Peterson. Welcome back to the Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson as we're off to a quality start, and now it's time to walk it off in a grand fashion. And we're back here in lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson, now powered by Bookit Sports. This is obviously become a little bit more of a KBO podcast for the next few weeks, and they are along for the ride. They do a great job of giving you guys a little bit of everything. You're able to track live line moves in their app, which is now available for Apple iPhone along with Android. You're able to interact with other betters, post up your picks, so much more. You're able to follow all that they do at, Book at HQ, and I encourage you guys to be following along with this next series, as we now have the 4-3 series. You guys know from the first segment how this postseason is set up, and what I think is going to be very interesting Thing about the series between the Dusan Bears and the LG Twins is that these are two teams that they actually share Jamstil Stadium so there is going to be absolutely no travel whatsoever. Both of these teams are in their native home ballpark. The only thing that's going to be different is I think that there might be one fan base that gets a little bit more of an allotment of the tickets which I know that some of you guys might be asking right now. I should probably address this in the first segment. How many fans are going to be allowed in the stands? Up to 50% is going to be the maximum capacity in the KBO postseason so there. are is that aspect of it, but when you just take a look in general at these two teams, I think that it is going to be very fascinating because both of these teams had the exact same record during the regular season, but the reason why Doosan is a three seed and the LG Twins are the four seed is that during the regular season, Doosan wound up taking the series nine wins, six losses, and a draw, so I do think that that is a little bit of significance. I will go through the ballpark splits, but with that said, certainly It is one of those cases in which we know that they all play at the same ballpark, so that would be a little bit irrelevant. And what else I think is going to be very interesting is that Johnstil Stadium, where these games are going to be played, it is very much a pitcher-friendly ballpark. It is a little bit more cavernous as compared to a lot of ballparks out there in the KBO, and it's reflected in the fact that both of these teams, when it comes to runs per game at home, they're towards the bottom. The only two teams that generated fewer runs per game at home during the regular season, the Anwa Eagles and the SK Wyverns, the two teams that were just at the butt crack bottom of the sandings, but with that said, when you take a look at runs per game allowed at home, LG Twins and Dusan Bears both at the bottom of the fold. For the LG Twins they generated 4.9 runs per game at home. They allowed right around 4.4 Doosan Bears more around 4.8 runs per game scored. 4.2 runs allowed. Meanwhile, on the road, you take a look at what the Dusan Bears were able to do. Number one with regards to runs per game, LG Twins number two with regards to runs per game generated on the road. So, I do think that that is something that really needs to be taken note of. Now, when it comes to Pitching, you got to think that Chris Flexen probably going to be getting the ball either in Game One or Game Two for the Tucson Bears. They've obviously got Raul Alcantara as well. He is going to be seeing action in either Game One or Game Two with Flexen. He's got one of the best curveballs out there in the KBO. When you take a look at Raul Alcontra he's the only guy that among starting pitchers is really able to hit 94, 95 miles per hour consistently. He's a little bit more of an MLB style pitcher because when it comes to KBO versus the MLB, the biggest thing that you will notice is the fact that there's just less velocity out there in the KBO. So I do think. But that's very fascinating. When you take a look at the Susan Bears team as well, they've got Jose Miguel Fernandez, one of the top hitters out there in the KBO, but he wound up going a little bit cold during the season. He was on base to be able to break the record of 201 hits during a regular season, which is a KBO record. He wound up finishing with 199, a couple more than he wound up having during the 2019 campaign, but it felt like he just wasn't able to get things generated. So very much a solid hitter, and he wound up having 21 home runs and 105 RBI this season, much better than his first season season in the KBO during the 2019 campaign, so I do think that that's interesting. And then you've got Kung Min Her, who I think is going to be a big difference maker for the Doosan Bears as well. He wound up hitting a 332 during the regular season. Not a lot of pop in the bat, 7 home runs, but you certainly have some guys on the LG Twins that are able to get things generated. I'm going to be curious to see if Roberto Ramos looks a little bit more like himself. It looked like he might have a home run in that game against the Key Heroes earlier this morning, but sort of died at the warning track. You could tell that he's still being nagged by an injury. He doesn't have a single hit here in the month of October slash now November. So his last hit game in the month of September, and in the month of September, he was hitting right around 230 while he was dealing with those injuries, but you've still got Unsu Kim, the hit machine. He's a guy that hit way, way above 300. This is one of the top RBI getters out there in the KBO g 10 is a guy that's able at 300 for this team as well. I think that he's going to be a little bit of a difference maker. And when it comes to the LG Twins, obviously you're not going to be th- able to throw out their Casey Kelly until you get probably until at minimum Game 3 of this series. And what I think is going to be very significant is that Tyler Wilson, who has won the top starters for this team, he is not going to be out there, at least for right now. He has been dealing with an injury for quite a while. He wanted missing pretty much all of October. Maybe he was able to go out there for a start or two. But in late September slash early October, he wound up going down with an injury, so you're probably not going to have him available in this series, so that means that they've had to do a little bit of mixing and matching, they've had to go with a couple wholesale approach games, and I think that that could be a big significance, because we know that the foreign born players really do drive things in the KBO, and as a result you're going to have to look at someone like a Chan Jung who wound up having 3.51 ERA during the regular season, 110 innings, he was a pretty solid pitcher, but with that said, he's not necessarily a guy that is going to give you a whole ton of swing and miss, 85 punch outs over the course of 110 and a third innings. They also are probably going to be looking at Gu Lim who wound up having to come in for that relief appearance in the 13th inning earlier this morning. He's probably going to need to get some starts and then they've really been trying to tinker with a couple different guys. Yong Kim is someone that wound up seeing a couple starts during the regular season but this is a guy that has a 625 ERA. He is merely 20 years old. Number 3 overall pick in the 2020 KBO draft so I think that that's going to be interesting Min Lee has been able to see a couple starts as well. And when you speak of young starters, he certainly is the textbook definition of that. 369 ERA, despite being just a 19-year-old, he was taken in the regional draft by the LG Twins this season. 16 starts for him. And he actually comes in in very good form. He was sort of a combination of a starter and a bullpen guy. He has given up two earned runs or fewer in it looks like each out of his last seven appearances. So he is going to be a difference maker for the LG Twins. But in the end, I do certainly think that the Doosan Bears are going to have more pitching in this one. It just comes down to the matchups, how quickly are you going to be able to get Casey Kelly back out there if you're the LG Twins, and just in general what you're going to be able to get on the bullpen games but we're certainly going to be taking a look at game one of that series tomorrow, hopefully you guys enjoy the fact that the Baseball Betting Podcast is back in your lives and this is probably going to be the longest episode like I said that I'm going to be doing, no guests on this podcast, just going to be a little bit of a recap of the day before games and then give you guys a side in total every single day on this podcast, so plan on about a bunch of 10 to 15 minute podcast for the next few weeks until a champion is crowned out there in the KBO. If you like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, you're able to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And if you ever have a question for the podcast, one of two ways to be able to fire that in my Twitter timeline, at yours 41 letters ZM to Mimi, does not matter, or you can send in an Apple Podcast review, rate this podcast five stars, and then from there you're able to send in your question, comment, beef, what have you there as well. Hopefully you're all safe, healthy, and doing well. I'll be talking to you guys once again tomorrow as we get ready for some great KBO playoff action.